Welcome back to Growing in His Word. God bless you guys, man. Listen, last week was radical because Paul was on a, on a, on a mission and they didn't want Paul to go to Jerusalem <laughs> because they knew he was going to be in some radical trouble, man. And I think the Holy Spirit was giving him a choice. And that's what we see because Paul had a choice and a warning was being given by the Holy Spirit of the danger that was waiting for Paul in Jerusalem. And so the disciples and everyone, they didn't want him to leave. They knew something was going to happen and they knew it wasn't good. So what happened? Well, they told Paul, don't go. You ever go somewhere and people are like telling you not to go somewhere or you... You know, that's why we preached a sermon the Lord did about prayer. We always pray before we go. But Paul had to go. Paul was a Jew. He was a Hebrew. And he knew his heart lied in Israel. But Paul no longer desired to hold on to his life because he sought only the furtherance of God's kingdom and the honor of Christ, no matter what the earthly cost was. Because he knew that this body was just a tent and a passerby until we graduate or change our address into heaven. Father, we come before you. We thank you for this chapter 21, Lord. What a blessing it's going to be, Lord. Father, Holy Spirit, come, Father, to this place. And Lord, minister to this, uh, with this chapter, Father. In Jesus' name, go before us, Father. Uh, and, and we give you all the glory and praise Jesus Christ. Amen. <laughs> God bless you guys. And listen, welcome back to Growing in His Word, man. It's been a radical week. Last week we were talking about Paul, man. There, there he, he was talking about the flock and how the Holy Spirit made the overseers the shepherd of the church and how he purchased, Jesus Christ purchased the church with His blood. And and he was talking about how he had, Paul had to de- depart and go to Jerusalem. Listen, we see how Paul was on a mission and how he knelt down and he prayed with them all. Last week we talked about how they how they all wept freely and they fell on Paul's neck and they kissed him and and sorrowing most of all for the words which he spoke that they would see his face no more. And they accompanied him to the ship. Listen, we believers we we we're not supposed to be our eyes focused on the world. And 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 humans. Yes, I know. We get attached. We 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 have family. I have family. My family's ninety percent gone. But we 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 can't attach ourselves to the world. That's the difference between a born again, a born again believer and a non believer is where non believers are attached to the world. Okay, and the and the things of the world. Believers' mindsets need to be on let's finish the race of the of, of Jesus Christ. Amen. And so last week we see how Paul was saying, listen, we don't need to be attached to people or things, but our prize is Jesus Christ. We talked about that last week. Listen. He said in verse 36 of last week of chapter 20. And when he had said these things, he knelt down and he prayed with them all. And then he all, and then they all wept freely and fell on Paul's neck and kissed him, sorrowing most of all for the words which he spoke, 
that they would see his face no more, and they accompanied him with the, they accompanied him to the ship. Basically, they were saying, Paul, don't leave. Some of them were like, no, we know we're not going to see him again because they knew. The Holy Spirit pro- probably revealed to them. But the thing is, is us believers got to be attached to Jesus and the things of what Jesus wants. Paul's third missionary journey, you know, he visited the churches of Galatia and, and, now, and, and on the third time and he settled in Ephesus for more than two years. And so they got, you know, people got attached to Paul. And we believers need to be attached to Jesus. We need to understand that we can't attach ourselves to humans. Even though we love humans, we got to attach ourselves to God. And we have to grow in His Word. We have to grow in His love, in His mercy, in His grace, in His truth. We have to keep seeking the things that God wants us to seek as believers so that we know what God's next plan is in our life. And how do we do that? We pray. Listen, believers, you guys got to pray before you do anything. And, and, and otherwise, you're going to find yourself at a dead end. And so chapter 21 says, Now it came to pass that when we had departed from them and set sail running a straight course, everything was straight. The wind was nice. The water was great. We came to Kos, C-O-S, and the following day to Rhodes, and from there to Patra, it's called Patara, and finding a ship sailing over to Phoenicia, we went aboard, uh, I'm sorry, we went aboard, yeah, we went aboard and set sail. Verse 3 says, when we had sighted Cyprus, we passed it on the left and sailed to Syria. And landed at Tyre, for there the ship was to unload her cargo. And finding disciples, we stayed there seven days. They told Paul through the Spirit not to go to Jerusalem. Listen to this. When we had come to the end of those days, we departed and and went on our way. And they all accompanied us with wives and children till we were out of the city. And we knelt down on the shore and prayed. When we had taken our leave of one another, we boarded the ship and they returned home. Listen, these disciples stayed there seven days and they told Paul through the Spirit not to go through, not to go to Jerusalem. You see, in in chapter thirty, in chapter twenty or nineteen, verse thirty-six, you see the same believers, type of believers, saying not to go. Listen. You've got one, two, now two people, different people saying, don't go to Jerusalem. That's the Holy Spirit working. Why? Because Paul's going to get arrested. Paul's going to get beaten. But Paul had that mindset. Listen, he had that mindset, no longer desired to hold on to his own life. He sought only the furtherance furtherance of God's kingdom and the honor of Christ no matter what the earthly cost was. He counted the cost, man. Okay? And a lot of people that start churches and this and that, they say, oh yeah, I want to count the cost. I want to count the cost. They don't finish the race. They start it, something happens, and they don't finish the race. 
You know why people are unhappy today? It's because they don't have the love of Jesus Christ in them. They don't know, they, they don't have Jesus. They're miserable. Or they make a mistake in life and the devil pounds them. Satan will plant a thought. They'll take it. They'll, they'll bury that seed that Satan plants in their mind. And then they'll, they'll water it every day with guilt. Oh, look at me. Look at what I keep doing over and over and over and over. And it gets so nasty because a lot of them are not believers. Or some, some might be believers but struggling with that sin. And the enemy keeps tripping them up. Tripping them up. You're thinking, Pastor, what's this have to do with Paul going to Jerusalem? It has a lot to do with it. Because as believers, we have to be one with Christ. Listen, even though Paul did go and what came out of Paul in Jerusalem was what God did. God did some stuff there. God can do more in us and we can feel a whole lot better about our lives if we trust in Jesus Christ. And we understand that he is in control no matter what we do. Believers, listen. And those who know your name put their trust in you. For you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. Psalms 9.10 Listen. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is in the Lord. Jeremiah 17, 7. When I'm afraid, I put my trust in you. Psalms 56, 3. Listen. 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 Because it's important. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and listen and will not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. Isaiah 12, verse 2. We believers have to trust in Jesus. Not man. Not the things of the world. We must trust in the Lord with all of our heart. And do not lean on our own understandings and all your own ways. Acknowledge Him. In all your ways acknowledge Him. And He will make straight your paths. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Listen. Delight yourself in the Lord. And He will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord and trust in Him. And He will act. He will. Trust me, I dare you, listen, believers, I dare you to trust in Jesus. (laughs) Try it. Listen, man, Paul's on a mission. He wasn't crying about what's going to happen to him. And so we see in chapter 21, verse 4, in finding disciples, we stayed there seven days. They are probably eating and stuff, you know. But they told Paul through the Spirit not to go to Jerusalem. Verse, verse 5 says, When we had come to the end of those days, we departed and went our own way. They went their own way. And they all accompanied us with wives, children, until we were out of the city. And we knelt down on the shore and prayed. They're probably praying, you know. God be with that dude. He's going to go through it. Listen, when we had taken our leave of one another, we boarded the ship. And they returned home. Now verse 7 says, And when we had finished our voyage from Tyre, we came to Potomius and greeted the brethren and stayed with them one day. Now listen to this in verse 8. On the next day, we, who were Paul's companions, departed and came to Caesarea and entered the house of Philip, the evangelist, who was one of the seven and stayed with him. Now this man had four virgin daughters who prophesied. Because if you guys go back to chapter 2 and Acts chapter 2, you see 
the young men and women both would be gifted by the Spirit of God to prophesy and proclaim the truth of God. So that's what we see, the prediction of, of that. Okay? And so we see chapter 2 of Acts, chapter 2 of the Virgin Daughters. And we stayed, listen to this, we stayed many days, and a certain prophet named Abagus came down from Judea, and listen to this, Abagus had predicted in 1127 that the famine that would fall upon Judea in response to his prediction, the Gentiles believes believers had collected money, listen, for the suffering believers in Jerusalem. Well, here Abagus is predicting that Paul's imprisonment and suffering. The Holy Spirit did not forbid Paul to go to Jerusalem, but warned him what it would cost him. And that's what I'm saying. Listen, are we living the Bible of the of the 2,000 years ago, man? Are we willing to count the cost? Or are we comfortable? Are we cozy and comfortable where we are? I mean, look at Paul. He was on a mission. He didn't care what it costed him. He knew his life was in jeopardy. But he continued on the course of Jesus Christ. We've got it made. Abagus has prophesied now that Paul will be persecuted. Listen, Abagus came down from Judea and, and when he had come to us, he took Paul's belt and bound his own hands and feet and said, Thus says the Holy Spirit, so shall the Jews of Jerusalem bind the man who owns this belt and deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. Listen, he knew. God reveals everything. Even in our lives as believers, He's a revealer. He knew, He knew what Paul was going to go through. But Paul was sold out for Christ. Are we sold out for Christ? Are we willing to go where no man will go? Are we willing to say, you know what, I'm going to, I don't care, I'm sold out for Jesus. I just want to go. I want to serve you, Lord. I don't care where it is, where I, where I go. I want to go where you send me, Lord. Are we ready? Have we counted the cost? Have we taken our uh, Lord Jesus' wisdom and said, you know what? Send me, Lord. I'll go. Are we willing to say, you know what? I will trust in you, Lord. And not in those thoughts. Those, those bitter thoughts that Satan puts in my, my mind. Are we willing to do that? Because, I mean, our soul waits for the Lord. He is, our, he is our help and our shield, for our heart is glad in Him, because we trust in His holy name. It says, listen to this in Psalms 33, Let your steadfast love, O Lord, be upon us, even as we hope in you. Psalm 33, 20, listen. You keep Him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you. You see that? Because He trusts in you. Okay? Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord God is an everlasting rock. Listen, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. We need to have the mind of Christ. If we do this, believers, we can't go wrong. People are going to persecute us. It's coming. This is what Paul's going through. He's a forerunner of what happened, man. Listen, Jesus said that. That is why, for Christ's sakes, listen to this. In 2 Corinthians 12, 
I delight in weakness and insults, in hardships, in persecutions and difficulties. For when I am weak and when I am strong, and the wor- listen, if the world hates you, keep in mind that it hates me first, Jesus said in John 15, verse 18. Listen, man, blessed are you when people hate you, when they exclude you, and insult you and reject your name as evil because of the Son of Man, Luke 6, 2, 2. I've been there, man. I don't want him around me. He's a hyper, he's a hyper kind of guy, man. I don't want him around me. Keep him away. He don't have the nice things I have. He looks different, dude. He's more different than me. He's more uh, shorter or he has, you know, he's a this or that or this or whatever the devil puts in their mind. Listen, man, good. Bless are me. Bless are you when people hate you, when they exclude you. We don't want them part of our lives. It's because they're miserable. People are miserable and they want to bring you down with them. But who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or darkness or danger of the or a sword? Man, I don't care. Either did Paul. Listen, I'm ready to go. That's my new name, ready to go. Listen, I don't care. Jesus said, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 44. You see? But listen, it doesn't matter, man. Paul's going through it for us so the book of Acts can continue in today's world. Listen, I'm going to say this in Mark chapter 10, verse 29. Truly I tell you, Jesus replied, not Joseph, not Yossi. Jesus replied, no one who has left home or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields for me and the gospel will fail to receive a hundred times as much as the present age. Homes, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and fields, along with the persecutions. And in the age to come, eternal life. Who cares, man? Who cares? My time are in your hands, Lord Jesus. Deliver me from the hands of my enemies for those who pursue me. And this is what Paul is going through. Wow, he wasn't afraid. Now, when they heard these things in verse twelve, they they both listen. They both we then though we and those from that that place pleaded with him not to go to Jerusalem. He's probably looking at him like, dude, you don't got no idea what it's what, what it's like serving Jesus, do you? Then Paul answered and said, "What do you mean by weeping and breaking my heart?" <laughs> exactly what I said. Listen, he don't care. For I'm ready not only to be bound, but also to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord, for the name of the Lord Jesus. Wow. Believers, I'm so excited, man. I got, you guys got any water? I got, I got, put it on me. Just throw water on me to cool me down, man. I've never, ever in my life, ever seen it this good. Amazing. Close your eyes and think of how many people before you have been persecuted. It's not going to be the last. Satan is on a prowl. Church, we're living in the end times. It's only obvious. We don't even need the news channel to tell us that. Why don't you rewind to 1960 or 1970? In fact, that's the challenge this week. Go find out what it was like in 1970, 1980, 
1989 and stop right there. <laughs> Look at the laws that changed. Look at the things that changed. They're not for us. Look at the persecution that has arised. And Paul said, I don't care. I'm ready to die. What are you crying about, dude? For I'm not on <laughs> For I'm ready not only to be bound, but also to die in Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. Verse 14 says, So when he would not uh, be persuaded, we ceased, saying, The the will of the Lord be done. So basically they're saying, (laughs) Later, bro. (laughs) It's your choice. And it is our choice. I'm not trying to say, Oh yeah, go give up your life. I'm not saying that, man. I'm saying be obedient to the calling of Jesus Christ wherever he wants you to be. Be ready. Be willing. Say, send me. I'll go. And watch what happens. So, when he would not be persuaded, we cease saying the will of the Lord be done. Paul's going to make peace. He's going to be urged to make peace. Listen, verse 15 says, And after those days we packed and went up to Jerusalem. Also, some of the disciples from Caesarea went up. They went with us. Brought with them a certain man, uh, son of Cyprus, an early a man of Cyprus, a disciple, an early, uh, an early disciple with whom we were to lodge. Listen to this. And when we had come to Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the, the brethren received us gladly. Well, of course. Because they want, just listen to this in verse 18. On the following day, Paul went in, Paul went in with us, okay, to James and all the elders were present. When he had greeted them, he told in detail those things which God had done among the Gentile through his ministry. They were very happy. Listen. And when they heard, and when they heard it, they glorified the Lord and they said to him, you see, brother, how many martyrs of Jews there are who have believed and they are all zealous for the law. Verse 21. But they have been informed about you that you teach all the Jews who are among the Gentiles to forsake Moses, saying that they ought not to circumcise their children nor walk according to their customs. So here we are. The accusations are starting to fly. Here we see the accusations, the reports were circulating that Paul had been urging the Jews to abandon the Mosaic traditions However, however, Paul never denied, never derided his Jewish heritage, derided it, nor demanded that Jewish Christians renounce the law of Moses. He only made it clear to everyone that the law could not function as a means of salvation. There is evidence that Paul was continuing to keep the law when he stood before Felix. You see? The fact that he was coming to Jerusalem to worship was evidence of what Paul did resist was any attempt to force Gentiles to become Jews. Salvation was through faith alone, man, and relying on uh, on the adherence to the Jewish law was basically, you know, reputation of the gospel message. The salvation proceeds from faith in Christ and that alone. So you can read it. It's there. It's called Messianic. You know, I find it very interesting, man. You're not going to lose your... Paul was telling the rabbis, you're not going to lose your heritage, man. 
Jesus was a Jew? And they're going to tell him to purify himself. We're going to, we're going to stop on 22. And next week, see what they do to him. Listen, they're going to, they're going to, he's going to purify. He's going to go and do a ritual. And then, you know, we're going to take it from there. But listen, Jesus Christ has a plan for you. Listen, God says that for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Listen, plans to give you hope in the future. Jeremiah 29, 11. Listen, God's got a plan for you. You see, perhaps you were born for such a time as this. Esther 4, verse 14. And Romans uh, 8, 28 says, and, and we know for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to His purpose. Listen, God has a purpose for you and a plan. And we know this. You just have to take to the calling. You have to say, yes, I know you love me, Lord. And you can't allow the devil to plant thoughts in your mind. Paul was obedient. No matter what, he counted the cost. We believers have to understand we're going to run in this race. We're going to have problems in this race. We're going to get punched in this race. We're going to get persecuted in this race. But we as believers have to know that God Loves us and he has a plan for us because he says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Jeremiah 1 5. Because the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise. Listen, you may be going through it right now thinking that you don't understand. I'm going through it bad, Pastor. But listen, the Lord is not slow in keeping His promise. As some understand slowness, instead He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but have, but everyone to come to repentance and have everlasting life. Trust me. Psalms 32.8 says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my, with my eye upon you. He's watching you because He loves you. Paul was a forerunner for the gospel. He finished the race. He wasn't afraid to trust in the Lord with all his heart and, and not leaning on his own understanding in all his ways. But he submitted to him and he made his path straight. Because that's what Proverbs 3, 5 says. Listen, we have to be straight with Christ because he's straight with us. Jesus Christ is not a liar. Everything he says is true. He's perfect. He's 100% God and he's 100% man. Listen, churches were established because of Paul. And cities, Iconium, Antioch, and, and Pisidia, everywhere. Churches were strengthened. The inhabitants of Malta honored Paul. And the Gentiles and Jews in Rome listened to Paul's preaching. Because they love him. Listen, Jesus in John chapter 13, remember when I preached that? It said, now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart out of this world, to die for us on the cross, remember that? To the Father of this world, to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. Listen, Jesus loves you to the end. 
Because as the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. It says to abide in my love. John 15, 9. Because the Creator, love is no one, uh, greater love, I mean, has no one than this, that someone laid down his life for his friend. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? Romans 8.35, man, listen. We don't got to be afraid. We are under the control of the Holy Spirit, man. And Jesus Christ wants you to do it. He wants you to go out there. You, you know what? We're all going to die, man. I get it. I know. We're just a, but we're just a tent. Well, you don't understand. I got attached to this person. And Jesus says, don't get attached to nobody but Him. Get attached to the Holy Spirit. For the love of, the love of Christ controls us because we have concluded this, that one has died for all, therefore all have died. And He died for all, that those who live might no longer live for themselves, but for Him, for for, for their sake died and was raised. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 14. Listen, we're all going to be in heaven as believers. We're going to look back at this and go, wow, what a trip, man. Final one, man, and we're done. God put it on my heart to give you these verses. I have been, uh, no, listen. I have been crucified with Christ. Oh, I love it. It's no longer I who live, (laughs) but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. God bless you guys, Father. We come before you, Lord, and we thank you. And Lord, like you says, it says in Ephesians 5, 2, Father, and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us a, fra- a fra- fragrant, fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Ephesians 5.2 Lord, we thank you for this. Oh, what a sweet aroma you are to us, Father, knowing that when we pass, if we pass, we go straight to you, Lord, out of the body and present with you, Lord. What a blessing that is, Father. What an awesome God you are. And Lord, we thank you for this. Father, we we know that you're in control of all things and all situations. And we ask that you bless growing in his word, the listeners, the emailers, the people in the prisons and and, and the people in everywhere in the world that's listening to this program. May God bless you guys, man. I love you all. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen. God bless you guys, man. Next week, we're going to talk about Paul, man, what they're going to do to him. (laughs) That's going to get crazy. God bless you, man. Thank you for growing in his word.